0: Hi, everyone. A little note before we jump into this episode. Across the nation and the world, there are so many important conversations happening about race and racism in the US, especially about Blackness and anti-Blackness. Our content isn't always explicitly so, but here at Connie and Kenny HQ, we are committed to uplifting our Black colleagues and community members, whether through our trainings, our race and real estate roundtable series, or our work with local realtor associations. If you want to chat more, send us an email to hello at ConnieandKenny.com. Now, on to the episode. Hello, and welcome to the Thoughtful Realtor Podcast, where your host, I'm Kenny Gong,
1: And I'm Connie Chung. This is a show for budding real estate agents, whether you're new to the industry or seasoned and refining the fundamentals of your craft. We share practical tools and personal stories with a vision to take our time to give you time, the most valuable resource of all.
0: And today we're talking about how to have difficult conversations because we all have them, right? You're representing buyers and you've got a lending issue. You've already had to extend escrow. Now you've got to extend again and you're scheduled to call the listing agent in a couple hours.
1: Or perhaps you're representing sellers and their listing has been sitting on the market longer than many other properties. You've hit a slump in the market and you've got to have that conversation about what makes most sense for them to hold out, or to do a price adjustment.
0: Difficult conversations are not only inevitable, but they're one of the big reasons you have a job, right? (laughs) Like, they're also a big reason why you're paid so well. Navigating tough conversations with grace is a massive part of your value as an agent.
1: Absolutely. How should you prepare for these kinds of discussions? What do you say and how do you say it? And the big Question of all, how do you manage expectations and set up the conversation properly so that it goes smoothly or uh, maybe as bump-free as possible?
0: So let's dive in. We know we've all had terrible experiences in the past, conversations that went so wrong that you don't even recognize the person, the you that showed up that day in that conversation. So Connie, spill. What is an example of a conversation for you that went terribly wrong
1: well the ones that come to service took place over text, which i know i know i'm guilty of this too because i always tell my younger sister and folks we mentor and everyone that we should always have difficult conversations either in person or over the phone as close to being face-to-face as possible, where so much can be read, and where there is very little room for misinterpretation, and this particularly goes to reading facial expressions and tone. One particular incident, I remember as a new agent, I had a client who was asking me about loan terms, and I started responding via text. And sharing misinformation and when i realized that the information i was giving was inaccurate i had to do a lot of backpedaling and remediate and it was such a good reminder to one know my stuff two to own up to the mistakes i made and three to avoid texting as much as possible when it comes to these kinds of meaty conversations and instead to just pick up that phone and share what i knew and redirect if i needed to for information i did not know
0: Yeah, this is a really, really good reminder. And here is also your first pro tip. Whenever you have a bad experience of conflict, don't just vent. Like don't just go back to your office and call a friend and dump your bad experience play by play. You don't want to just hit and run. Psychologically, just rehashing a bad experience is only going to re-traumatize you. So make sure that any reflection is also tied to what you could have done better and what you will do better next time
1: first thing when you're preparing for a difficult conversation is to remember that any worthwhile conversation is about the relationship. Oftentimes, the hardest conversations are hard because they're with people we care about or are in some kind of community with. I'm a big people pleaser, so the thought of hurting people's feelings or disappointing them, whether they be someone I care a lot about, a client, uh, a colleague... Often is my hindrance for having difficult conversations. Think about your most recent difficult conversation. Most likely it was difficult because you cared about the relationship, so the stakes felt even higher. A few years back, Kenny and I had a client who we liked. They had great energy, but they just weren't taking our advice or guidance to heart and it felt like we couldn't help them and we had been working with them for quite some time. But just saying so felt like a defeat. We cared about this person, but we also knew that if we continued our working relationship, it would hurt the relationship and it would come to a bitter end. So ultimately, we found someone who would be a better fit for them And it was a tough conversation to have, but it went well because we were open and honest in a productive way, and we focused on the end goal of having them find their dream home. And ultimately, it turned out to be very beneficial for all parties.
0: It's such a good story and such a good reminder that the task in having these kinds of conversations is all about building the relationship. Because remember, relationships become stronger through overcoming something together. And we also get it. Realtor communities are tiny. So a lot of times when the difficult conversations come up and they're with your colleagues, other people in the realtor community, we get it. Realtor communities are tiny. So we know that you'll have to to interact with these folks again and again for years to come. So again, this is why building the relationship, focusing on the relationship when it comes to a difficult conversation is really important. So your mindset shift is to transform the premise that you and the other person are in battle over different sides to you and the other person are in collaboration and partnership, striving to find common ground. A difficult conversation can then be reframed to be a constructive conversation or even just a conversation, a normal, regular conversation about the process, about the transaction, about the client, whatever it is. This is actually the biggest thing, reframing this, reframing the thought in your mind and thinking of it as just a conversation. And so if you've done that, you're golden.
1: Before the conversation, give yourself some space from the issue at hand to just breathe, to take a step back and think through what the different scenarios may be and to plan and work through them. Make some notes or major talking points that you want to get across or perhaps write a script if you think that will be most helpful to you. Be flexible with how you're going to respond or perhaps have some bullet points in how you'll respond if need be.
0: During the conversation, ask questions rather than assume anything. You want to focus on clarifying first what is most important to the person and how they view the situation. Resolution isn't going to happen without empathy from both sides. From ensuring that you know where the other person is coming from and ensuring that they know the same for you, this is where you're actually going to find a resolution and find a solution to the conversation. And also remember that empathy is not about being a pushover either. Asking questions doesn't mean that you're diminishing your point of view at all. Empathy isn't about playing the victim. It's simply about hearing what someone is saying, understanding where they're coming from. And this is also all about being courageous. This is about being honest and fair, and being courageous, honest, and fair to yourself as well as to the other person. So take your time. Listen and slow down, because you don't need to rush these conversations, and in fact when you rush them, that's when things can get really muddled. The way that you pace the conversation is crucial. When you keep things slow, pausing before you talk, it really helps, because this gives you the chance to respond thoughtfully and with full intention. Oftentimes, the other person will adjust and modulate their responses to you and your mannerisms, so this is an opportunity for you to really set the tone. Then, it's all about listening to the other person, addressing the issues head-on, and that's when you're able to find resolution. Validating the other person with a, I hear you, I hear that, but only doing so, only saying that if you really mean it. If you're putting the other person in a difficult spot, Offer something in return. Provide alternatives or other options. Helping the other person see a way out or through the circumstances is how ultimately you will succeed in having a really thoughtful, intentional, difficult conversation.
1: Yes, it's certainly helpful when you're having difficult conversations to have some solutions so it doesn't feel like either party is stuck in a corner and has to be defensive to fight back. Giving options and alternatives and solutions definitely gives a way for both parties to move forward in a productive and helpful way. Afterwards, again, reflect, reflect, reflect what went right in that situation. What could have gone better? What do you want your next interaction with the other person to be like?
0: And honestly, I sweat whenever I think about these tough conversations, these difficult conversations, but with everything that we talked about today, with having a process Having these reminders and just keeping them in mind, I sweat a whole lot less. So they're really, really helpful and can make sure that you're going about these conversations with a plan and with thoughtfulness and with intention and ultimately, again, to build the relationship. And that's where the power is.
1: And like with everything, the more challenging conversations you have the easier they become and so we encourage you to practice 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 what we shared and to go into these challenging or difficult or tough conversations with the mindset that you're only going to come out stronger because of it
0: Mm -hmm. yes so our task for you today is have a difficult conversation and tell us about it
1: (laughs) Yeah. It could be with a family member. It could be with a client, a colleague, a agent on the other side of a transaction. These are good daily practices for us to be in.
0: Yes. And again, you're building relationships. That's all it is. It's about the relationship. So there you have it. Thank you so much for tuning in today for another episode of The Thoughtful Realtor. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. If you have a friend or a colleague who might benefit from this episode, Please share because we're all about spreading the love.
1: And if you want more, go to our website, ConnieandKenny.com for resources and to sign up for our email newsletter where you'll get our best, most personal stuff to inspire your personal and professional life. Follow us on Instagram at ConnieandKenny and let us know what you loved most about this episode. Until next time. Bye.
0: Bye.